the government does not care about your children. No, the government does not love your children. The government does not want your children to be accepted. The government wants your children to be enslaved to government for the rest of their life. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Candace Owens, uh, News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. It's Friday. It's uh, Father's Day weekend. So we'll be talking uh, a lot of dad stuff over the next couple of hours. The phone lines are open, too. And, uh, well, on Fridays, we tend to screw off a little bit more than we normally do for the rest of the show, anyway. For the rest of the week. Right? To- a little further apart, though. Well, yeah. <laughs> All right. We got to talk about the CDC and monkeypox. Don't forget to rinse out your fetish wear. That's what the Centers for Disease Control lets, wants you to know if you got the monkeypox. And you want to get romantic, rinse out the fetish wear. Clean those cracks. <laughs> God. We've lost our minds, man. We just lost our freaking minds. 210 What's everybody looking at me for? What are you looking what at way, me for? What a way to start the show. Rinse out your fetish wear. Yeah. Eesh. Don't want to get your monkey box. Isn't the a monkey whole, pot? <laughs> a whole new horror to the Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> Oh, Rocky! <laughs> I've got monkeypox. <laughs> That's astounding. Um, <laughs> let's do the postural again. <laughs> Are we really starting the show off this? Oh my God! Oh Lord! Well, we were talking on where and the CDC came up with a bunch of rules. I'm not going to read them, but the suggestions if you want to have sex while you got the monkeypox. You know, do it while you're one of you right. down the street or something. I don't know. Ways to avoid actual physical contact. But I've, I've looked at what monkeypox. gratification. <laughs> That'll make you go blind. I, yeah. I'm just saying I've, I've seen what the monkeypox does to you, and we said on Where in Rima that why would you, is, if you had large pussy pustules all over your body, mm-hmm. is that, why would you, was, would you feel romantic at that particular moment? Like, oh, God. I'm just saying, <laughs> that's not exactly, I mean, uh, you know, date night isn't exactly something that would that would come to my mind, you know, it's like, right, yeah. I'm covered in pussy postules. I don't feel like being around anybody right now. Who was that guy on Dune, the, the fat guy that was... Oh, uh, the Harkonnen uh, Emperor or whatever, yeah. With all the, <laughs> the original one, you mean. And now, no, now, no! What a fat, postule-ridden guy I am! <laughs> That's right. We started the show off making fun of monkeypox. Yeah. What of it? Um, 210-599-5555. I do want to talk about something. What? It's just going to go downhill from here. Probably. Sure. Well, let's get the serious stuff out. At right. the beginning, then we'll okay. do that. Uh, let's. Uh, There's nowhere else to go now. Right. Pop the serious stuff. Oh God. Oh come on. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> so gross. I hate pus. Anyway, um. <laughs> Does anybody like pus? Anyway, just, just putting it out there. <laughs> it's one of those things about being human that none of us really like. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> so let's just admit it. All right. Okay. Giant mound of dead cells. Nobody, just there right? Waiting, yeah. Nobody's. There's. There are very few pus fans. I meet in the world. <laughs> if only I had more pus. <laughs> I could rule the world. I could rule the world. If only I had more pus. <laughs> oh, holy crap, man! Ten minutes oh, into the gig, man. man. I need a depository. <laughs> Puss and thank you. <laughs> we're making pus jokes now. That's where we've got where we've arrived. Oh man. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Uh if you want to respond to any of this nonsense, please go ahead and give us a call. Get your own pus jokes. Uh please, we welcome those as long as they're clean enough to be aired. I do, you know, we do have to talk about this. We have another shooting in Alabama, uh, suburb of Birmingham. 
Birmingham, sorry, at an Episcopal church. Uh, dude walks in, or we don't know. Somebody walks in with a gun and, uh, uh, at St. Stephen's Episcopal Church. Two people are killed. One is injured and still in the hospital. Happened around 6.22 p.m. their time. At a potluck dinner, which is, uh, you know, if you're a churchgoer, potluck dinners are kind of the, it's a pretty standard thing. Pretty standard, ordinary tradition, tradition, tradition. And uh, we, we don't know anything yet uh, as far as who did this or why they did it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the, unfortunately, I'm looking at the CNN story right now just to kind of bring you the basic facts. And uh, they're bringing up, uh, you know, uh, uh, the Buffalo shootings and uh, the shooting at the Taiwanese church and stuff like that. I, you know, why this is happening. I mean, why do you think this is happening? We're, we're having one of these every other day now. Um, this was a church. One thing that's not being reported a whole lot, and it's true, is that we're having a lot of churches that are being firebombed. <clears throat> As, uh, Trey mentioned, uh, some of these, uh, uh, facilities where they provide services for pregnant moms. Who want to carry the baby to full term? Either you know they either need help or they want to put the baby up for adoption, and they're they're torching those places too, which is kind of an odd thing for people who claim to care about women's health to do. And so it is another church shooting. So we're kind of we're wondering, you know, is this whoever this person was? You know, what what was their motivation? Were they a part of this whole pro-abortion thing that's going on? Like the guy with that you know was going to assassinate. Justice Kavanaugh, another story that you don't hear a whole lot about. I don't know. Uh, but you, you know, I, I, usually, and it's, we're still pretty, it's, this happened last evening, so we're still, you know, pretty close to the events. Uh, I think it will be telling if we don't really hear much about this shooter over the next couple of, couple of days. Usually, you know, fairly quickly. So we'll see, but I, I hope it's not. Part of this pro-abortion thing, or this reaction to the uh, the opinion that was leaked, by the way, uh, from the Supreme Court, uh, I don't know, what, a month ago, two months ago. And have you noticed you don't hear about the leaker anymore? That's gone away. That's just gone, man. And you don't have the Attorney General or anybody really uh, doing anything about people routinely breaking federal law by protesting outside the personal residences of the Supreme Court justices, the conservative ones. A new poll I saw on Breitbart, Breitbart said that most Americans have a bad view of that. They don't think much of that sort of behavior, and no one's doing anything about it. In fact, your attorney general has been asked to resign uh, a couple of times, most, most recently, uh, oh, I just went blank on his name. Um, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Cotton, Senator Cotton, uh, Tom Cotton, about uh, resigning because he's not—he's allowing people to break the law and to engage in threatening behavior against federal law around these residences. He's certainly not doing anything about these uh, these these churches being torched. Wow, Chris, it's almost like he wants it to happen. So I don't know. We'll see. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Here's Ron. Ron, how you doing? Okay, Sean. Good morning. Good to hear from you. Sorry about yesterday. I called in yesterday. About the time I, where I get on air, here comes all my boards are lighting up. Phones. Uh, are going that's off. A, that. No worries, man. That's fine. What, what, are, you, what are you thinking about? Uh, just it's a crazy theory, uh, but I think it might not be too crazy about the leftist. Um, I have never heard this yet. It just came up in my mind. We know how far off the rail the leftists are. Right. And um, is it too much to think that they, you got leftists, I mean absolute nuts, that are um, shooting their weapons in public, uh, trying to drive another stake into the uh, the Second Amendment by instigating another shooting, showing, you know, giving the media right. another 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 nail, and it's it, it very well could be. Who knows? As they say, only God knows. But you know what? I wouldn't put it past the left that they. Uh, might instigate as a twisted uh, uh, mission that they're on. I wouldn't either. Weapons. 
I, well, I tell you what, I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me, and we certainly saw this on January sixth. Although you're not hearing much about this, that who knows? Maybe uh, for all we know, certain people are being encouraged to do stuff, or or you know, softly encouraged by uh, folks from the left. I I don't know, but it's it's not beyond, in my opinion, what you're suggesting. And this is the first time I ever would say this in my life. It wouldn't surprise me. Thank you. It wouldn't Thank surprise you, me. All right, man, I appreciate the call, man. It really wouldn't. And that's that in and of itself is kind of disturbing. Uh, 210 uh, Oh, I got some Lat- Latinx comments coming up here, too, in a few minutes. We love talking about Latinx, the Latinxes. And uh, what the guy from Breaking Bad said about high gas prices—that's all in the way. Plus, I said like we'll we'll take we'll talk some stuff about our fathers and in celebration of Father's Day coming up on Sunday. That's the one holiday I don't worry about, isn't it? Cool. <laughs> I just don't worry about it. It's not up to me. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five eighty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSa. This is Sherry Preston, ABC News. Congratulations to KTSA on 100 years of service to San Antonio and South Texas. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. How are you? We're talking about the shooting in Alabama. Let's go to Nick. Nick, what's going on with you, man? Hey, man. Yeah, I was just I was just listening to the last guy who called in. You know, uh, when Sandy Hook happened, you know, what was it, seven, eight years ago, a lot of people were saying that stuff about, uh, you know, maybe it was orchestrated. I thought, man, that's, you know, that's far-fetched. But the more these things happen, the kind of people they get, and they always seem to be unhinged. And, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if it's not orchestrated. I mean, I don't understand how these people, for no reason, go into these schools that are soft targets and do this. They're mentally unstable. But what what bothers me is, they don't ever seem to go after different circumstances. Like, uh, you know, it's like in the old days when you had postal workers killing people right. because they were mad at their, their fellow employees. These guys just go into schools. They randomly find a grocery store or something like that. Right. It doesn't make sense. They're not going after the people that have made them feel this way. Right. This is a different thing. Yeah. I, well, it's like I told the last caller, you know, a few years ago, anybody suggesting what we're talking about, I would have said, no, come on. But now, you know, it's just it's happening on such a regular basis that it, it just it, it, it doesn't feel right. It feels like there's something going on that we that we're not really sure of, you know, or we don't really know about. So I, I you know, my 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 logical part of my brain says, no, they're just you know, whack jobs who who lose it and whatever, but uh, there is a still a, a, that little part of my brain saying, you know, these are happening happening on such a regular basis right now, uh, and and there's a lot of political opportunity in that for folks on the left because they don't want to talk about hardening the schools at all, right? They 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 don't want to talk about that. They want to talk about, about the guns and the guns and the guns and the guns. So I, well, I will say this, man. I will say this. The world's getting mad. So I mean, yeah. If if they wanted to set this up, there's more than enough crazies out there for them to find to do this and keep on doing it. I think you're right. Hey, man, I appreciate the call. Thank you. And you can find them. I would think relatively easily on social media, right? Start whispering in their ears. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Where are we? That's smelling their hair. Smelling their hair. Champ, folks. Uh, here's Esteban. Esteban, how you doing? All right. Some comments. The Episcopal Church, I would not... Uh, it's been subject of a big split. I would... Episcopal doctrine, I would not call anywhere near mainline Christian. And with the numbers involved, this sounds like somebody had a beef with somebody right. inside that building. And this was, a, you know... Somebody wanted revenge over something, and it had very little to do with the church. Sounds more like a personal issue. And everybody, I would encourage everybody to look at what the actual Episcopal Church stands for now, and because it's to say it's left of center is to call is to say that Karl, Mar- Karl Marx was a progressive. <laughs> I actually attended so, an Episcopal Church in Colorado for about seven or eight years, so I 
I kind of know what you're talking about, yeah. And, you know, what the two wounded, one dead sounds like, somebody, sounds like a disgruntled boyfriend, disgruntled girlfriend, somebody had a beef with a particular person, and the church was just a convenient place to find them. Well, we'll see, man, we'll see. Thanks for the call, Esteban. Uh, I want to pick up on the Latinx thing from yesterday. Was that yesterday or the day before? I don't know. It's all a blur to me now. I, uh, you know, as we were talking about Latinx and how, uh, 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 you know, our new uh, uh, representative from District 34, Myra, Myra Flores, uh, says, you know, Latinx, Latinx, or however the hell you're supposed to say it, is insulting. She doesn't know anybody who's Hispanic who likes it. And yet someone like AOC can't can't stop. It's Latinx. Which I think we all, when we first look at the damn word, do see the word Latinx. It it really... (laughs) So I I posted a meme uh, yesterday. It's it's AOC and it's Myra. And uh, under AOC it says Latinx. And under Myra it says Latina. Damn, thing's got like over 400 likes so far. But uh, you have some of the usual suspects that show up who who have an issue with that. And some of their comments is, are, are just as revealing. Because I don't, I don't know anybody who likes that term who is Hispanic. Not any. The, the polling on it is miserable. Right? Like the polling on it of the people who actually like that term it's not even over 10%. It's it's like 3 or 4 or 7%. I mean, it's nobody likes it. It exists. It's 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 a made up word in a language and I don't I can't speak Spanish. It's only just some of the dirty stuff that I've learned from my wife, but I know that it's a language that is very heavily based on feminine and masculine references, right? It's just it's an indisputable indisputable fact. It's an observable fact about the language itself. It's a romantic language. And I've noticed, and Chris, maybe you and Don, maybe you guys have noticed this too, that the only people who are pro Latinx tend to be non-Hispanics. Like on my meme that I posted yesterday, most people are like, "Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, Latinx is stupid." But I got one dude who's uh, let's see, he, obviously non-Hispanic, and uh, he thinks that uh, let's see, I see you haven't changed. You're still misogynist and sexist as ever. Uh, in my opinion, this is coming from a place of hate, sexism, and misogyny. Sexism and misogyny. I'm firing on all cylinders here. You get all the bases covered, don't you? Right. And then I got another another uh, sort of friend down the line here who is a non-Hispanic as well, saying it's a compliment. <laughs> Latinx is a compliment. No. To whom? <laughs> it is. It is universally despised, man. It, it doesn't. It's a stupid, made-up word by stupid, you know, idiot liberal pukes who just want to be superior in some way right but hispanics don't like that word and it doesn't that doesn't that doesn't their opinion sort of matter you would think in in what you call them you know what i mean my wife hates it latinx latinx now well, some in, of the ex- in my experience yeah. <laughs> which is limited um <laughs> we're talking about a, a a a culture of people who are very proud of their heritage right they don't need a bunch of, you know, a bunch of people sullying that up. Yeah, a bunch you know? of... No, I mean, they don't want anybody... Caucasian liberals. ...coming around and adding a bunch of... Div- you know, I mean, it's, it doesn't work for them. shouldn't work no. for anybody. Well, yeah, I mean, and why do you get to name a, a whole community of people? You know? It's right. like... And I go, I always go back to this, you know, nobody... Oh, I got to take a break. Uh, about the cisgender thing. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Like, why do they... You, you don't get to label me, man. I'm straight and I like boobies. All right, two one zero five nine nine. Sis Boomba gender over there. <laughs> I'm Sis Boomba. Uh, let's take a break. Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. And we're back. Uh, News Talk five fifty KTSA. It's Sean. Hi. Happy damn Friday to you. My ass is sleeping in tomorrow. My ass is sleeping in tomorrow. What are you gonna do? My ass is sleeping in tomorrow. 
210-599-5555. What do you mean when you're shaking your head about? I'm going to call you. I won't answer. You will. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> I know where you live. I'll go throw Oops. rocks at your window. Both of you do, don't you? Right. Oops. We're going to stop by. Oops. You know, about 4 a.m. I'll, tur- I'll turn the fan on high. We'll start knocking. Sean, you want to go to Denny's? <laughs> we'll stop by 7-Eleven on the way. Yep. Ooh, I'm up. <laughs> I'm up for that. Croc sale. <laughs> you know, it's, it's National Crocs Day. Why? Today why, is National why, Crocs why? Day, man. Yeah. I'm hip. Um, also, I mentioned this a few minutes ago. <laughs> well, not really, but... You know, one of these days, Siri is going to hide those from you. She's going to take them and burn them in a trash can well, or no, something. You, you can't do that because she, she will be fined heavily by the EPA. Oh. So <laughs> she's just going to have to submit them to a landfill somewhere. She hates my Crocs. Shred them up and turn them into something useful. She hates them. For some reason, whenever the birds fly in that area, they just drop dead. <laughs> Because my feet stink from wearing the Crocs. Yeah, doesn't. Because I don't wear them with socks. I'm sockless in my Crocs. Swamp Crocs. Swamp Crocs. I mentioned a poll a few minutes ago, and, and I just got to correct myself. It wasn't a Breitbart poll. It was a Fox News poll. It says most people in this country, to to the tune of fifty five percent, do not think uh, uh, protesting outside of Supreme Court justice's house is appropriate. So there. <laughs> Also, sorry. <laughs> so mature of you. <laughs> That's what it sounds like when you take a step in your car. Yeah. <laughs> How's that make you feel? Um, well, I imagine it feels something like sticking your foot in a baggie full of Vaseline after you wear those. They're things. so comfortable, man. They're just so comfortable. Crocs are so comfortable. But why do they have to be so ugly? I did that to mess with my wife. Honestly, I did. That, that was the morphine. Because that, that was the morphine talking. Right. I got the tie-dyed Crocs. You know what they kind of look like, though? Uh, you know when you walk by someplace where people always put their chewing gum on yeah. something, you know, and there's like all these, <laughs> yeah, this multitude of colors, and that's kind of what it looks like. Like on a real hot day, when all that chewing gum starts to melt, <laughs> mix uh, it I concur. It <laughs> chewing gum like mural. <laughs> it's well, it's getting worse, too, because some of the... Paint or dye or whatever the hell it is is coming off, and they're Uh-oh. just white rubber beneath. So it, oh, it looks, man, you know what? You've been ripped off. It's looking more like chewed gum than some kind of tie-dye design. Man, what a rip. What a rip-off. I'm never doing morphine again. <laughs> Such a um, crock. Uh, <laughs> these crocks are a crock. 210-599-5555. You know, and all, all you little people need to just shut your mouths about the price of gas, man. You just need to shut your mouths about the price of gas. Yeah, how dare you? I, you know, I, did you ever watch Breaking Bad? I did. I loved it. It was a great series. It was probably about the best television sh- series I've ever seen in yeah. my life. Chris, I know you love it. Say my name. Say it. Just a great series. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I have yet to watch Better Call Saul. I really couldn't get into that. But I, I Breaking Bad is just a. Yeah. But my my daughter just finished watching it and she loves it. The only problem with that is yeah, I watched it and then I was about halfway through and we ended up in Albuquerque and I was all paranoid. <laughs> Seriously. I'm like, I'm not going over there. Stay in, stay in the car. Why are you being such a wussy? <laughs> I can't say the word that I always say, Mr. White. Focus, Jesse. Focus. We went by that house. Did the, you really? Yeah, there was no Winnebago. Was, the there, a pe- was there a pizza, pizza on the roof? The there was no, not, not that house. Jesse's house. Oh, Jesse's house. Yeah. Um. So anyway, Dean Norris plays... His brother, the main character's brother-in-law, and also a DEA agent. Wasn't his name Hank or something? Hank. Like that? Yeah. And he was married to the chick that only liked purple. Everything had to be in purple. And she was a kleptomaniac. And she was a klepto, and she was the sister of Walter White's wife. But Dean Norris, you know, is not an A-lister by any stretch of the imagination. He was a side character, and he was very good in that, yeah, in that a, show. Very good. Great character. Uh, kind of a galoot, you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, very good at his job and all that. And mm. Uh, and, uh, but you know, he's, he's, he's Dean Norris. He's worth about five or six million bucks. He's apparently. not Chuck Norris by any stretch of the No, he's, he's not, you know, he's not George Clooney, you know, he's, but he's, he's still, you know, pretty, a fairly wealthy dude. And he tweets, you're not getting robbed at the pump. You're paying fair market price for a commodity. If you love capitalism so much, then ST, you know, whatever. Pass the caviar. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
I love it when rich people who made all their money off of capitalism start talking crap about capitalism. Mm-hmm. Right. A TV show is a capitalistic venture. This is true. You p- produce the show. Yes, you're, you're going for artistic quality or whatever. Right. But you also want to make some freaking money off the yeah. damn thing. It wasn't like he was partaking in a community theater presentation no. over in the park on a hot summer night. He was getting paid a lot of money for this show. Dean, you shut the blank up, man. You don't have to worry about $5 a gallon. He, hell, he probably lives out there in L.A. He's probably paying damn near 8 Yeah, Hey, he don't care. Why would he? If you love capitalism so much, then shut the blank up. <laughs> I'd like to see a guy running around in like a 1978 Vega uh, give me that trip. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. His stifling production isn't very capitalistic. <laughs> right. <laughs> what a jerk. And this is what I, I you know, like, he, he, the old, some of the older guys, like, uh, one of my favorite uh, actors is Anthony Hopkins, just a brilliant actor. Right. You don't know a damn thing about his politics. He never talks about his politics. In fact, of Breaking Bad, he, he binge-watched it uh, famously for a whole weekend mm-hmm. when he got through it. He sent uh, Brian Cranston a note saying that was the finest acting I've ever seen in my life. And he may be right. He may be right. It really was. <laughs> yeah. But I, when, when, when actors, you know, especially actors, and everybody's got the right to free speech, obviously, but when they start spouting off about their politics, it, it, it becomes harder for me to suspend my disbelief that they, they are the character they're playing. I, I never really had a, an issue with anybody of any stature. You know, saying right. how they feel about the problem I run into is when they look down or belittle those who don't feel the same way. Right. You know, that's that gets that's tiresome. Kind of, that's kind of when I, you know, I I start to have a little resentment towards them. Well, some guy who's got six million in the bank telling me to shut the blank up because I'm you know paying I'm complaining about the gas prices is like, mm. dude, really? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I drove really drove driving home yesterday. And uh, down the street from my house, uh, one of my neighbors is getting a new roof put on the house. Right. Their house. It's 103 degrees. Oh, outside. my God. You got all these young guys, probably, you know, between the ages of 19 and 32. I'm right. I'm going to say. And they're out there. There's probably, you know, eight, nine, ten of them. It's ridiculously hot. They're out there slaving away at this job. You know, and they're not going to make a whole lot. You know. Right. These, they're not making tons of money. No. You know, and, and, and just how do they afford Gas at five dollars a yeah, gallon. Because they a lot of them have work trucks and stuff like you know, that. They're going to fill their tank and that's their day's pay for crying out loud. You know, it's crazy. Oh, you know, they just need to shut the blank yeah, up if they love capitalism so much. You get to keep their mouths shut and put that roof on the house. Come on. <laughs> it's, nah, crazy. it's just you know, I, it's obnoxious. It's, it is obnoxious and it's yeah. uh, it's just an unfortunate situation for anybody who finds themselves in that predicament. Right. You know? I concur. Yeah. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. We'll take a little breaky, breaky, breaky. It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSa. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. Newstalk five fifty KTSa and FM one zero seven one. Oh God, monkeypox. Newstalk five fifty KTSa. I just. Again, the Centers for Disease Control recommends that you rinse out your fetish wear if you got to monkeypox. <laughs> or, or or put a wall between you. <laughs> Took me a while to figure that one out. I didn't know what the hell they were talking about. Wall between you. Well, how's that work? Somebody explained it to me. Some plexiglass or something like that. <laughs> Here's a suggestion. If you got the monkeypox... Don't have sex. It's, you know, just saying. Man. With anyone else. With anyone else. Just saying. Champ. 210-599-5555. Well, I mean, my, our tax dollars go to, because what we're talking, the CDC put out a list of suggestions for how to have sex and not get monkeypox. All right? All right? And to help you along, they suggest watching that scene in Midnight Express. Ah. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Billy. Oh, Billy. <laughs> I still have nightmares about that freaking movie. Oh, my God. No, but they, they your tax dollars pay for this crap. They actually put out a list of things like avoid orgies. Oh, okay. I've uh, successfully avoided an orgy, uh, you know, for 55 years. H- haven't you, Don? You've never certainly. Never what other been, tips are they offering? You've certainly here? never been to an orgy. Hey, I'm interested in what other tips they're offering here. Talk more about this wall we have going on. 
Nah. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. You're rinsing out fetish wear. And things oh, like God. That. Your tax dollar's hard at work, man. Can you imagine taking that down to the dry cleaners? <laughs> Be a little careful with the hood. It's a zipper on the back's a little loose. Hey, that's leather there. Yeah. <laughs> careful. Don't you have some kind of leather cream? Wash that off, too. Oh, God. No, I didn't mean that. Oh, God. Oh, God. Chris sometimes grosses me out so much, I sound like that chicken alien. Oh, God. <laughs> when the thing comes out of the guy's chest. Oh, God. <laughs> he does, man. Yeah, even off the air. What's worse, off the air, man. Off the air. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, don't you? You know. Yeah. It, My it's God. <laughs> Some of the stuff. I'm like, did you just say that? <laughs> How your mind works is God's own mystery. It really is. Oh, God. I'm thinking of digging my own eardrums out just for hearing that. <laughs> I can't unhear that. <laughs> I see it in my mind. <laughs> He is a little weird, though, for sure. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Postules. I want to start a folk band called the Postules. <laughs> the singing Postules. Singing Postules. <laughs> and now, brown-eyed girl by the singing Postules. We're here all night, here at the Holiday Inn. Yeah, it's one hell of a hoot nanny with the singing postules. <laughs> the singing postules. Tonight at the Grand Old Opry. Headlining for the pink eyed girl. <laughs> <laughs> Coming this year to Puss Fest. All right, sorry. This is just ridiculous at this point. <laughs> Puss Fest. Puss Fest 2022. Oh. We're back talking about pus. All right, I, I, I got to take a break. Fighters. <laughs> Sean, News Talk 550 KTSA. According to the regulations, people who receive royalties are not required to divulge them even on their financial statement. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Oh, he's such a piece of crap. He's such a little piece of crap. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. How are you? Phone lines are open 210-599-5555. I, you know, Fauci, he's being asked by Rand Paul, you know, a reasonable question. Do, do you or anybody else in the National Institutes for whatever the hell it is, disease control? You guys uh, receive any payments from uh, the the Vax companies? And it, it, when I first heard that yesterday, my my immediate response was, "Well, if he wasn't, he would just say no. If you're not, you would just go no, Senator Paul. I do not. It's equivalent to pleading the fifth, R- right? But what? Did, yeah, what did he say? I am not required <laughs> under federal law, whatever, to disclose that." Which means what? Yep. <laughs> there's really no other. There's no other explanation, Doctor Fouch. I mean, that's really what it is. You little shrimp. I mean, that's that. You little piece of shrimp toast. That's insulting the shrimp toast, which I really love, by the way. If you want to drop some off at the studio, hey, be my guest. Uh, you know, again. If if he wasn't receiving money, he would just say no. So, uh, you know, I, I think he's a piece of crap. I, I think that guy is eyeballs deep in COVID. I think he's making money off the VAC. I mean, it's just my opinion. I think he's making money off the VAX. I think he was part of uh, funneling money into gain of function. I think the whole thing was perpetrated. I really do. You figure uh, COVID really occupied the last quarter of Donald Trump's time in office. And I hate to say timing is sometime revealing, but it is. We must remember the importance of the passage of time. According to Kamala Harris, who's a freaking moron. And, uh, you know, you look at what was going on with China at that time, and it's like, hmm. 
Plus, you look at the fact that they use COVID. to. Uh, we, we have study after study, and Trey brought this up earlier. We have study after study that says the lockdowns did no good whatsoever and, in fact, caused more harm, especially to young people. Uh, especially to young people. And, uh, you know, uh, you, it, we, they did use it, in my opinion, to cheat an election. I think they're going to try to do it again. I think Dr. Fauci ought to be in jail. I mean, that's just me. I, I think the guy's guilty of crimes against humanity. Yes, my opinion, though, allegedly. But he is neck deep in this stuff, and he, there's a whole lot he doesn't want to admit to. Because, yeah, it, 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 wasn't that your, kind of your first thought? When he's asked if he's getting money from the Vax companies, he said, I'm not required to tell you. It's like, whoa, dude. <laughs> you know, well, that, that kind of means you probably do, doesn't it? I mean, if you can't come right out and say no. God, man. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. What do you think about Dr. Fauci? Is he a piece of crap? And uh, also... Uh, we are going to start talking about uh, Father's Day here as we get to the la- to the last uh, to the last uh, uh, f- you know hour of the show before we go away for the weekend. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Richard, Richard, how you doing? Hey, happy happy Friday, Sean. Happy Friday, happy Friday, man. I would like to lump Fauci in with actresses, actors, sports heroes that get out of their lane to talk about politics. And I have held this opinion for a long, long time when Hanoi Jane, Fonda, <laughs> was in Hanoi. All right. Up to the North Vietnamese, myself and half a million Americans were in Pleiku and the surrounding area trying to maintain a relationship with our butts. Mm. And yeah. so I, I don't pay any attention to them at all. Yeah, it's it's not worth it. They're not worth it. You're absolutely you right. And th- <laughs> thank you for your service, brother. Thank you, Sean. Yep, rock on. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Um, you know, Trey was doing this earlier, and I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, you know, smart stuff your dad said, or just stuff that your dad said that, that you remember that sticks out in your mind. Uh, whether your father is still with us or uh, has has gone on to uh, has gone home two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five, and uh, I, 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 there's three things I basically remember. I mean, it, he said lots of stuff. I, I was also the youngest of three brothers, so you know, I, I didn't. I don't remember a lot of smarts. Not well. It's not that my dad didn't say smart stuff. He's a very smart guy, but I don't remember a lot of advice. And so the pieces of advice that I got kind of stuck with me. And uh, I, I said this on on Where and Rima earlier that you know one of the reasons I had a great love of, of writing and reading was because of my dad directly because of my dad because he used to read to me and encouraged and intellectual curiosity. He himself was a very literate and cultural dude. He could conjugate Latin verbs. <laughs> you know his favorite authors were uh, Henry David Thoreau and Carl Sandburg. And uh, just grew up with a great love of reading and of books and. And, and an in, a genuine intellectual curiosity. And one of the things my old man would do is he would say, as far back as I remember as a little kid, is try to learn something new every day. Learn something new every day. And uh, and we had this little thing we do for many years when I was a kid. Is uh, he would very often read to me at night, uh, you know. And then I started reading to him, and I would ask him, "What'd you learn today, Dad?" And he always had something. And he'd ask me, what did you learn today? And I always had something. And uh, it's something I've tried to uh, to carry on throughout my life. He also used to say, uh, you can blame me for everything that happened up until the age of 18. <laughs> then it's your circus, man. Then it's all about you and your choices. Uh, he's a colorful dude. He was uh, he got his demons. Yes, he did. Like, like you know, I do. <laughs> and most of the men in my family do, actually, on that side of the family tree. Some, we're a broody bunch, but uh, my my old man was just a very charismatic, charming fellow. Conquered most of his demons by the time he got older, and he just was kind of like Santa Claus. You know what I mean? My old man was he was just this happy guy with with a sense of humor and a twinkle in his eye. And uh, 
my hero growing up, really, in, in many different ways. Not all the time, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> but you know, uh, for for the essence of who he was, yeah, absolutely. So two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. As a parent myself, my primary advice to my daughter or all my kids is: don't do anything I would. You know, that's pretty much the standard. Don't do anything I would do, and you'll be fine. Chris's dad, uh, by the way, you, you think Chris, where, where does he get this amazing gift for puns and for incredible one-liners? Because your old man's like that, too. You get that from your dad. Because his dad will drop. I, the, the, the few times I've been around you and your dad together, it, it's a pun fest. It just, it's... <laughs> That's well, awesome. I was, you know, I had to tap my brother for you know reminders on stuff he would say. But um, one of the things he would always tell us, you know, because I, I would say I, I got a lot of my humor from him, but right. I, to say he's a, a smart aleck is you know an understatement. <laughs> but to this, he even does it with the grandkids now. But anytime we were going to do an activity like we were going to go swimming, we're like, hey, we're going to go swimming. He'd always say, "Don't get wet." <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, an apple didn't fall too far from the tree there. No, nah, yeah. nah. that's exactly some stuff you would say. That is, yeah. you would just add some dirty, you know, subtext to it. That's all. <laughs> you know, we would dirty subtext. Well, I just I, like saying I, that. What? I blame that on the fact that my brother and I found his George Carlin records when I was like seven years ah, old. Yeah, that'll, that'll do it. I too found Class Clown in my brother in my older brother's record collection. I was like, what's a bilabial fricative? <laughs> <laughs> what are the eight words? Here we go. Sorry, I just wanted to give my boss a moment of stress. Um, anything you want to say about your old man that you remember? or just you know, Like I said earlier, he was just a hard-working guy. Right, you know, right. Worked, worked hard until he couldn't work any longer. Right. Uh, he didn't really speak much. He was very solemn and a, you know, just a classic New Englander, you know, right. and very stoic and, and worked really hard and, and uh, was proud of his time in the military and, and did the best he could. Uh, he was never a guy to, you know, you have this, um, you have these TV dads who put their arm around the kid's shoulder and, and, and offer this, this advice that changes. Right. You know, my father never really did that. It was just kind of like, oh, here's what I'm going to do and I'll do whatever I have to do to, to make sure that everybody has what they need. Right. And he went out in all kinds of weather and uh, no matter what was going on and, and, in immense amounts of pain and worked hard every day. And, and he was an iron worker. Right? He was an iron worker for years. Wow. Um, and then he, uh, uh, he, there was an accident at one of his workplaces involving his brother, his older brother. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he, he, uh, did that for another year after and just decided, well, I don't want to be next. And right. So, right. Mm. That's drove, hard work, man. Yeah. That's hard work. Drove a truck for a while and then he, uh, went on to open his own, he started his own business. He started a wood cutting business. Oh, wow. Uh, did that right up until right up until he retired. He was in the National Guard forever. Uh, after he got out of the army, he went right into the reserves and, right. and did that forever. So oh wow! Eighty second Airborne. Um, he's a, he's a hell of a guy. I talked to him last week. I, my, my my son will go visit him, and and you know, my father's seventy eight years old. Right. And English is a second language, you know, because <laughs> right. he's very you know very French, and so and he's got these huge hands. It's like two of mine, you know. <laughs> If you see pictures of him, the first thing you think is, my God, look at the size of those hands. Right. Um, and so, you know, my son will hand him the phone so we can video chat, and he can't, you know, b- b- with his poor vision in these large hands, the phone is like the ceiling, the wall, <laughs> his feet, you know, it's always well, I saw somewhere. you posted uh, yeah. some, some screenshots. Yeah. And so, you know, it's always a lot of fun, and he always says something just like, you know, like Chris's father, just completely bizarre, and right. I, you know, I, and, and I always look forward to that, and it's... I remember when I brought my wife up to meet him for the first time. We were walking in. I looked back at Georgia, and I said, this is going to explain so much. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. It'll all make sense to you in about three minutes. Right. Wow. He's he's he's, he's a lovely guy. You know, great sense of humor, hard worker. I I can't complain. Never laid a hand on me growing up. Didn't have to. (laughs) Right, right. He'd give me the Hulk Hogan finger, you know, and point at me, and, and that was it. Was he one of those look me in the eye and tell me that stuff again? Tell me that again. My old man would do that, where he'd like look me in the eye and tell me that again. No, I, he didn't get that far. Well, it I was, just learned how it, to be a really good liar. If, so, if my father, <laughs> if my father, 
was so he he worked himself silly. Right. And, and but when it came to dealing with me, um, and I was no easy kid. He kind of let me feel my own way. Right. But I knew I would go too, I had gone too far if he said Jesus three times. <laughs> you know, that By was the it. third Jesus. Yep. And I'm like, man, ah, here it comes. Uh-oh. You know, and, and, and then it was, here's your work assignment for tomorrow. And it's like, oh, please, just, you know, just take the belt off and hit me. I <laughs> I'm thinking of when my dad met, uh, Riccardi. It was at one of the, the party lunches over right. at Magnolia Pancake House, Embassy Oaks. Right. <laughs> and he walked out to me and said, I think we're far enough away from the airport. Hi, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great, yeah, man. See, and that explains a lot. That it does, too. Good, right? Uh, it's good to hear people say good things about their fathers. Well, yeah. You know, it really is. I mean, my I was very for. I didn't get to meet my wife's dad, and I wish I had, because I, I hear he's just a, an amazing human being. But she did get to meet my dad. Right. And I think he was hitting on her. I think he really, really liked her. He really liked my wife. He really did. Can't blame him there. He really liked my wife. I, anyway. I actually met my wife's dad before I met her. Oh, really? Yeah. Like uh, probably about four months or so before I met her. I didn't. Re- I didn't put the two together until till later on. But um, right, good guy. Excellent good guy. I got to take a break. We'll come back. Phone lines are open. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Dave Ramsey here, celebrating 100 years of service. News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Hey, uh, we're back. Hey, uh, hoorah, hey, uh, News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. It's Friday, and I'm getting the sillies. I'm getting the sillies. I'm so stinking sick of drag queens. I'm, I'm sick of the whole drag queen thing, man. I'm dragged out. And I, I got nothing against drag queens. All right? I know a couple. All right? I have drag queen friends. Oh, by the way, it's News Talk 550 KTSA. No, Don, it's not Chris. 210 <laughs> What? Trey? <laughs> no, I really can't see that. <laughs> no. Not only you can't, you, you can't see it, you don't want. You don't to want to see it, no, <laughs> no. But I, I, I am, I'm just. Dra- well, we have this the attorney general in Michigan. In Michigan, she's a Democrat and she's gay. She's a gay Democrat. She's gay and then she's a Democrat and she's a gay Democrat. Just so you know, she's a Democrat who's gay. <laughs> <laughs> And she's in Lansing, and and she says, drag queens make everything better. Drag queens are fun. This is from the Detroit News. Unless they have the monkeypox. Then they're not fun at all, are they? Especially with all that pus. Drag queens are entertainment. And you know what I'll say that was totally not poll tested. I'll say this, a drag queen for every school. She went on to complain about wedge issues. Well, that's something a lot of drag, drag queens might have. I'm kidding. I'm well. If the fishnets are a little tight, look back at what she said. No, she it, means wedge issues but, about. Yeah, you know. yeah, but look back at what she said. If 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 I were a drag queen, I think I'd be offended. Well, I think I would too. You know, when you look, put a put a minority in there instead of drag queen, and see what happens. You know, black people make everything better. Black people are fun. Yeah, right there. You know, what I mean, like, <laughs> you know, I mean, come on. Well, you're right. You know, and I, I just, I don't, I, I don't get the the sudden obsession with drag queens, and especially in schools. We talked about this yesterday. I just, I don't, I don't get it, man. I just, I, I this part of it, I don't get. I understand. I mean, I don't agree with it, but I understand why there could be some folks that want to normalize certain things. Either politically or racially, right. or even you know, as far as a gay and lesbian community, I, again, I don't condone it, but right. it at least makes I I can follow the line of thinking there. You know what I mean? Even yeah. though it's disturbing as hell, but the drag queens that I'm not getting well, uh, that I'm just not understanding. I, I don't man. get the educational benefit. Yeah, yeah uh, I don't either. If if by chance uh, you have a, an exceptional educator who just happens to be. A drag queen. Well, okay. So what? You know, as right. if 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 I can leave your classroom being and able to ace a math quiz, yay me! But <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> right, 
just because I don't I don't understand that at all. I, I don't. And, I don't either. You know, maybe I've just been living in a treehouse by myself for too long. <laughs> I don't know. But I remember when we were kids and like it was always really cool in history class when you get to watch a movie like The Bridge of the River Kwai or. Yeah. Something like that. It's sure. the greatest skit. We what Gandhi? I think we watched Gandhi or something yeah. when I was in school. Nowadays, but today we're gonna watch Pink Flamingos. <laughs> She's gonna eat poop. Divine <laughs> eats poop. Divine. <laughs> Pink flam- flamingos. You roll out the big square TV. Yeah. Eesh, I still can't unsee that damn movie. Time for two Wan Fu. <laughs> two Wan Fu. Two Wang Fu. Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Who is, is Swayze, Wesley Snipes, and who was John Leguizamo? John Leguizamo, yeah. yeah. I like the, the. It's based on a movie called Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, which is a much better movie. It's Australian, mm-hmm. uh, and Terrence Stamp plays the uh, the character Terrence of the. Uh, Stamp. Boy, this show is so gay. No, Ter- remember Terrence? He doesn't do a lot anymore, but right, real drag. It's a real drag. <laughs> All right, uh, to its. <laughs> What is this show about? 210-599-5555. The whole show has been about transgenders and unsightly blemishes, as far as I can tell. Par for the course, man. This is what we do here. This is our job, damn it. I'm like Don Lemon. This is our job. We're just doing our job, man. Postules (laughs) on drag queens. Coming up next. (laughs) Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. News Talk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. Getting down to it. Ed, hang on. Here's Charles. Charles, how you doing? Charles. I'm doing great. Good weekend. You you said you'd sleep in tomorrow, but uh, I got a pitch here. It says. Jamin P. Rodriguez saying he's got three VIP tickets for you, Chris, and Don for the parade tomorrow. And you're right for the what? The parade? Yeah. The, you're, the you're pride parade? The Is there a pride yeah, parade? Right, yes, yeah, right there on the river. He wants you to be right there up front. So, you know, I, mean, I guess he... Ron, I don't want that radio guy in the boat. You keep that radio guy <laughs> off the boat, Ron. You I don't have, like you him. Grown on him. I don't like you the way have... he talks about me on the radio. <laughs> Oh god, I, I I'm yeah. gonna go down there just to take a picture of Ron. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. All right, Have a good one, guys. All right you too, man. Care, Thanks. Man. Bye. Nah, I ain't getting up to go to no Pride River Parade thing. No, just, you know, and I got nothing against gay people. Don't get me wrong. And we're proud and sleeping in. My on the weekends, my ass sleeps in. Okay. Trey's like, nope. I get the same time on the weekends. And I'm like, not me. <laughs> my ass sleeps in, man. I ain't get my ass up at no damn 5 a.m. in the morning on a damn Saturday. Are you kidding me, man? Or a Sunday morning? Come Hell on, no. Man. Come on, man. I sleep my ass in. 5 a.m., that's sleeping in for me. It's, it's for you, because yeah. you get up at what time? What time Two. you get up? Two. Oh, God. Ugh. I have just I I've and over the years I've just stream I've I've learned how to streamline my my prep process mm-hmm. to allow me to allow my lazy ass to sleep in as long as possible. <laughs> I'm like the symphony. I have no violins for you. Oh, see, I know. What time do you get up? You get up pretty early. Three. Three. Yeah, you God. get get you like at four fifteen or Ooh. so. Uh, that's a little early. Yep. Yeah, well, Trey and I celebrated four years of doing uh, Where and Rima. Well, it's actually Sunday. It'll be actually four years. But we talked about Why, it today. It because been long? It's been four freaking years, man. Wow. Can you believe that crap? And for two of those years, we were at home, right? Right. For four and a half months, like a my year, ass was in the hospital. Like a year and a half, you guys were broadcasting from home. Right, right. I mean, it just it just went fast. Four years. Yeah, that's actually the longest partnership I've ever had on air because I, I never stuck around long enough at any other radio station to have a you know a team or be a part of a team that was that on the air that long. Right. After like two years, my ass would take off. <laughs> you had a different belly button back right. then. Yeah, I had a different did. belly button when we started this show. Of course, they'd run them out of town. And, well, usually, you know, the warrants would catch up to me. You know that kind of crap. But I, uh, I'm kidding. So, yeah, I did. I have. A, I had a real navel when I started the show, and now I have a, a coin slot of some kind. 
I should show it to you guys someday. Yeah, one of these days. I just pull. We're gonna hike up my shirt and let you take a look at it. Yep. Watch the pustules. I ain't got no pustules. Ain't got no damn monkey pox. You could hold your arm up like this, you'd be like a slot machine. Just... <laughs> Jeez. I will, a slot machine. <laughs> pull the lever. Ain't nothing coming out of that, yeah. though. His eye, <laughs> the eyes roll. <laughs> On occasion. Yeah. I've seen it. Ron, you know anything about the monkey pox? <laughs> no. I'm sorry. Oh, but I... How come you and the judge don't do a monkey pox show? Ron, have you heard about this monkeypox thing? <laughs> Maybe we should do a month, a nightly monkeypox update. Where's my bandana? Where's my bandana? I don't think it's going to work, Judge. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> we want everybody to know out there, San Antonio, to make sure you follow the CDC guidelines. On the monkeypox, and we'll give your fetish wear a good rinse uh, once a day. <laughs> I always rinse my, my fetish wear, Ron. I always rinse my fetish wear. My fetish wear is just this bandana. <laughs> That's all I need. That's all any cowbell, uh, cowboy needs. Like to kick it old school, use just a bandana, <laughs> maybe a gun belt, <laughs> a gun belt, just like any cowpoke. <laughs> cowpoke. God. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mayor Ron. It's the monkeypox update. Uh... <laughs> no, stay over there. <laughs> stay over there. Why can't I sit next to you, Ron? <laughs> Okay, I'm telling you, I can't ticket you out of this, but stay away from the orgies. San Antonio's in ends onions. Y'all, I need y'all to stay away from the orgies. <laughs> Ron's right. You must stay away from the orgies, uh, people. Six or seven people in a room having sex. No, it's a, we'll give you a ticket. We will. We'll give you a monkey box ticket for that. Reimagine orgies. <laughs> we, need to re we need to reimagine orgies in San Antonio until this monkey, monkey pox thing is dealt with. I've been doing that for years, Ron. <laughs> sorry. Reimagining orgies. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Clayton? Uh, two zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Try getting an orgy on a Sunday. <laughs> try getting an orgy on a Sunday. <laughs> That's so bad. Uh -huh. Orgy, you glad I didn't say monkeypox? <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. It's the nightly monkey fox update <laughs> here in San Antonio. <laughs> Socially distance your orgies. <laughs> Make sure you're at least six feet away from everybody else in the room. And I know it can be difficult <laughs> to maintain your distance. Isn't that right, Ron? Yes, I've been to a few orgies myself, and uh, people want to come together. But at this time, we really need to think about each other. And socially distance at our orgies. You tell him, Ron. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I gotta take a break. Two one two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. <laughs> uh, okay. News Talk 550 KTSA. <laughs> FM 1071. Oh, God. Hey, Jeff, how you doing? It's Jeff on News Talk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking, Jeff? Hey, Todd Moore. Hey, I must have tuned in late today or something, but... I hear you talking about rinsing out your fetish wear. <laughs> and I thought, 
maybe there's a new definition. So I Googled it. And, you know, all that comes up is Victoria has no secrets. Oh, God. Is that what you all... We're we're following the guidelines set forth by the CDC on how to avoid the monkeypox. Well, most importantly, you didn't Google that on a work computer, did you? Yeah, please. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, man. Bad idea. I quit working 20 years ago. Okay. So you looked it up on your personal computer. Uh, I use my iPhone because I was too lazy to walk back. Even, <laughs> even better. <laughs> well, he's too lazy to. Well, he's been listening to you for a bit too long. Now yeah. ask me. <laughs> no, just make sure the fetish wear is rinsed out. Maybe put a little ivory uh, soap what, in there. What is the CDC's definition of fetish wear? I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to know. I have. I have. I do not personally. I can honestly say this, Doctor Fauci. You know, are you taking any money from the Vax companies? Uh, I can't reveal that. Me, I could actually say I. I don't own any fetish wear. I'm sure the list would include a mask. I bought my wife a bunch of it. You need to buy your wife some, too, John. <laughs> I said I didn't have any. I didn't say yeah. she didn't. Let's see how that goes. Remember the rinse. Remember the rinse. Oh, God. It comes with watching instructions. Put a zipper. No, that's All right, I got to go. Oh, right, you've, dis- you, you've disturbed me enough, sir. <laughs> Mr. John, you got to pull the zipper. It's not like I can do it myself. He Googled it on his iPhone. He Googled on his iPhone. <laughs> Fetish wear. Do they sit around spending our tax dollars and come up with this crap? You know, that fetish wear can get pretty nasty. Um, you know, it's just, my God. Stay away from orgies. <laughs> it's the federal freaking government telling you that stuff, man. Well, they're typing it with a teardrop in their eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this isn't my first rodeo, Ron, but let me tell you, I've been to a few uh, gatherings back in the 80s <laughs> no. it can be really hard to socially distance at an orgy but it, it is possible <laughs> it's a little uncomfortable at first like why everybody standing around wearing fetish wear everybody's dressed like the gimp and pulp fiction in it nobody nobody's doing anything <laughs> Nice chaps. <laughs> I lost it on that one. I hope I still have a job on Monday. Let's go to Adam. Adam, how you doing, Adam? I'm doing great, Sean. I got to drive to Austin this evening, see how much that's going to cost me. But, uh, Sean, you know, our, our dishonest, you know, leftist government who takes no responsibility at all for all their, you know, uh, ass-backward decisions. You know, crazy Uncle Joe has nothing but excuses, but... You know, uh, his war on America, energy, and gas is the reason, Sean, that gas is so high. I and agree. It's going to get higher because uh, they don't care. You know, they can blame the war in Ukraine, whatever they, you know, all they want. They're literally ruining everything. They have nothing to run on, Sean, but January 6th. And they're so dishonest and one-sided. Sean, white supremacy, black supremacy, it's all bad. You know, uh, and, you know, most actual hate crimes are ignored or swept under the rug because the suspect is the, the wrong color, you know. Right. If a Republican gets back in power, the Democrats are not going to be happy until they totally ruin our country A to Z. I agree, Thanks, man. Adam, have a good weekend, all right, you too, brother. Thank you. Thank you. But more about this monkeypox thing. So that's such a strange world right now, is it not? Isn't America a strange place right now? We've got drag queens reading storybooks to children. Our own government is telling us to stay away from orgies. Gas costs, what, over five bucks at this point? Five dollars? It'll be more than that by the end of the weekend. Laundry tips for your fetish wear. Laundry tips for your fetish wear. What the hell is going on, man? Maybe maybe it is the end times. That would make a great commercial for Woolite, don't you think? <laughs> Shout it Some out. guy with a ball in his mouth. <laughs> we already have one kind of inflation. Don't get another. <laughs> this is just terrible. This is horrible. This is just terrible what we're saying on the air right now. Guy with a ball in his mouth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the thing's clean. 
Too much water can make the leather crack. (laughs) (laughs) Crack kills, see? (laughs) God. Oh, no. Rinse out your fetish wear. Okay, well, I'll get right on that when I get home. (laughs) Baby, we got any Tide Pods? (laughs) I need to rinse out my damn fetish wear. Actually, I haven't done laundry in about two weeks, so I'm I'm, actually, I'm literally wearing the last two pieces of of, of, of fetish wear of well not fetish wear of just my of clothing in general. Right. So Notice I said two pieces of clothing. Yeah, we did two pieces of clothing. <sighs> oh God. Well, happy have a have a happy Father's Day and uh, <laughs> you know and enjoy uh, if your old man's with us. Enjoy your old man, you know, and, and spend some quality time with him. If you are a father, enjoy your time with your kids. If you're if they're near you, if they're close to you. If your father is uh, out there in the universe, remember your good memories of him. If you if you have good memories, and hopefully you do. And uh, you know. God, do I have to say it just one more time? Rinse out the fetish wear. But not your dad's fetish wear. I think he's old enough to do that on his own. Get him some new fetish wear for Father's Day. Get him Day. some new fetish wear for Father's Day. What the hell is that? <laughs> what I have is perfectly fine. Hey, the hell would I want a plastic ball in my mouth? What's wrong with you? Your mother did this to you, not me. Uh, <laughs> You're like a Charlie Sheen's ex Dressing up in leather Getting naked on Facebook Alright Hey have a great weekend Thank you Chris Thanks Elaine Rodriguez Our executive producer Don Morgan And my good brother Trey Ware Spread the love Don't be a jerk Bye Bye